portions of this program were pre-recorded. Bless America. Welcome. Welcome to our show. It is September 11th, 2020. 19 years ago, our country learned so many lessons. We learned about heroes. We learned about loving our country. We learned about sacrifice. The headlines that we're still learning today. It's interesting how history repeats itself. Welcome to our show. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. Good morning there, Gandhi. Good morning. Hi there, Scary. Good morning. Hi, Froggy. Good morning. And buenos dias, Senor Nate. Buenos dias, Elvis. Yeah, and there's producer Sam. Good morning, producer Sam. Good morning, darling. Wow, I can't believe it's been 19 years. We were on these same microphones talking through this same transmitter, uh, telling the world about how the world was changing. We all learned together about those things I just talked about. Heroes, sacrifice. And it's interesting that today, during this pandemic, and today, during these tornadoes and these hurricanes and these awful fires going on in our country, we still see the same things going. We're still learning these lessons. And I'm hoping that one by one, we're all figuring it out. Let's go to our first caller of the day, Jessica on line 24. Good morning, Jessica. Well, good morning, everybody. And how are you? Well, God bless you. And uh, thank you for your extra love and positivity today. Of course, of course. Today, today's the day. Today's yeah. a day of remembrance, and today is a day to remember what a great country we are. Absolutely. You were listening to us uh, on this day 19 years ago when everything happened oh. here in New York City. What do you remember from that day the most? I remember what sticks out the most is I remember hearing Danielle yell, I think it was a plane. Yeah. Wow. Hey, yeah, Danielle. I, re- I remember her voice. Yeah, I remember it. And, you know, you, you, you stopped, you took a breath, and then 
you know, everyone gathered themselves and, you know, we went for what we we went for what we needed was to get everybody the help that they needed and stick together as a country and get through it together. You know what? We keep talking about the the differences and the similarities between 9-11 and the pandemic, the things that we are, we're all learning together. I mean, I remember that day well because we didn't know if more attacks were going to happen. We didn't know if it was done. We didn't know anything. And it was a slow process. It was a slow story after story that really taught us what it was all about, just as this pandemic has been doing. But the difference is this pandemic is uh, a fire that we're running into that we can't see, right? Back then, back then, uh, we had the heroes that saw the fire and they ran into it. Yeah. And uh, we still appreciate them today. So, you know what, Jessica? Thank, thank you so much for sticking with us through all the ups and downs. A lot of downs with this show, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> never. <laughs> never, and, uh, never. Always, and you know always an awesome, awesome, awesome. You know, we see your text every day, and it makes a huge difference, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do, and that's All why right. I put a little, I put the words extra today in capitals. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, we love you. Have a beautiful day today, and uh, God bless America. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Take All care right. of yourself. Jessica. We're going to try our okay. best. Well, we're off to a good start. Welcome to the show. Let's get into uh, the horoscopes of all days to figure out if we have an 8 or a 10 I hope no one goes below an eight. All right, Producer Sam, who are you doing them with? I'd love to do them with Gandhi today, if she will honor me. I will honor you. Thanks, oh, thanks. Sam. If you celebrate today, you're celebrating with Taraji P. Henson and Ludacris. Happy birthday. Aries, you are active and ready to meet new people. Sometimes strangers can bring fresh perspectives that are needed. Your day is a 10. Taurus, speak up and speak out on a cause you're concerned about. You will be the one to benefit from it. Your day's a nine. I just want to say now that I am aware that these are not in order and people are probably going to freak out, but we're just going to keep going with it. Yes. Gemini, you are becoming more aware of your surroundings. This could lead to more enlightened thinking, so be open to new ideas. Your day is an eight. Cancer, power in your words could lead to some heavy discussion. Speak openly and be honest. Your day's a seven. Leo, tell your friends to lighten up. Try to shake them out of their routines and go outside the status quo. Your day is a nine. Virgo, you cannot please everyone. Try to open up to the people around you to help them understand you better. Your day's an eight. Libra, as you begin to forge new paths, be ready to reconsider things you once thought of as a little strange. Your day is a nine. Scorpio, don't allow yourself to be the scapegoat to other people's bad ideas. Stick up for yourself. Your day's an eight. Sagittarius, stop looking to your past to explain your present. You are ever-changing and free of your burdens now. Your day is a nine. Capricorn, don't look for conflict unless you're ready to finish it. Clear out your mind before speaking out. Your day's an eight. Aquarius, your cheerful energy is radiating to others, so be the light to boost your loved ones. Your day is a 10. And finally, Pisces, a disagreement could make you feel like everything is turned upside down. Don't be deterred. Stay positive. Your day's a nine, and those are your Friday morning horoscopes. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, as we get into the three things we need to know today, as you know, memorial services will be going on in... Uh, in memory of what happened uh, 19 years ago on September 11th, 2001. Uh, I know that the lights were supposed to be up above New York. And, of course, because of the pandemic, I'm nowhere near my lights, so I can't tell. Were they yeah. on last night? Do we have confirmation yet? Some, someone text us and let us know if you hear. Okay? Uh, but as we always say on this day, every single year, if you're in the mood to stop down, be quiet, and reflect, I don't blame you. 
turn this mess off because today we will be doing the same and at the same time we will we will be looking for bright fun and stupid things to talk about and laugh about <laughs> so if we're not your cup of tea today we totally understand but understand we'll be here for you monday morning when you're ready to wake up and hit the world again all right into the three things we need to know what's going on Well, let's start with September 11th. It has been 19 years since the terrorist attacks that claimed the lives of nearly 3,000 people in the Twin Towers at the Pentagon and in a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. And as always, like Elvis just said, there will be remembrance ceremonies this morning. They're just going to look a little different this year with the pandemic still plaguing the nation. President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden will be at today's ceremony honoring the victims of flight 93 and they will be streaming this but it's not going to be open to the public if you're in the dc area you may notice a tower of light beaming in the sky near the pentagon and it is expected to remain lit as well through the early hours of tomorrow morning sadly those raging wildfires have now killed at least 23 people and burnt through thousands of square miles in the west over a hundred large fires were reported in 13 different states yesterday destroying hundreds of homes blazing through nearly 7,000 square miles of forest And so far, those fires have killed 19 people in California, three in Oregon, one in Washington. Dozens are still missing after a series of wildfires in Northern California as well, where at least 20,000 people were asked to evacuate. In Oregon, over 500,000 have been forced to evacuate. Wildfires still blazing in Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. Those fires are serious. I'm sure you guys have all been seeing the pictures, but they are growing. And finally, on a much lighter note, but kind of pandemic related, this is a little interesting. Two out of three single people on dating apps now say that they are lowering their standards because they're nervous about being alone during quarantine and just want to find a relationship. I know, don't lower your standards. Scary, scary. You'll actually get a date now. This is good. (laughs) This is my time to shine. This is your time to shine. No, you're shining already. You keep doing what you're doing. You are. If you're on a dating app, don't lower your standards. We're going to get through this, and you'll be able to find the person you really want to be with. Don't just settle. And those are your three things. Uh, thank you so much, Gandhi. All right. Uh, with that said, we've got a long way to go. We've got stuff going on. Uh, I do hear rumor that Demi Lovato is going to be joining us next week. Is that Monday, Demi Lovato? Oh, excellent. Yes, sir. We've got lots to talk to her about. And uh, do we have any? We have a guest today. I'm a very special guest, as a matter of fact. Very important for 9 11. I'll uh, fill you in on that in just a few minutes. Uh, how was your night last night? Danielle, did you have a good night? Uh, I fell out of bed. Okay, can we talk about that? <laughs> we can. <laughs> we need to discuss. Are you okay? okay. Well, no, yeah, I yeah. think I'm okay. That's a good tease. Let's discuss that in a few okay. minutes. Uh, Gandhi, how was your night? Uh, good. I found out something really strange about my boyfriend. Very oh my strange. Gosh. Oh, this is, this is turning out to be a juicy show coming up. Falling out of bed and... Mysteries about your boyfriend. Uh, Scary, yeah. how was your night last night? Well, I got some bad takeout that led to some bad experiences afterwards. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> that's not good. Straight Nate, yes. how was your night last night? Does anybody want to switch spots with me? I don't want to be this close to Scary right now. <laughs> oh, God. All right, don't stand behind him. Uh, Froggy, how was your night last night? Oh, Fro- Froggy's uh, re- he's re- he's resigning on. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we'll get back to Froggy in a minute. All right, we've got we've got things to do. You guys, are you sure you're ready for Friday? Yes. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's do it. Want to be a part of the next conversation? Send a text to 55100. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. Elvis Duran in the morning show. 
Stream hundreds of hit movies and thousands of episodes from NBC Universal's new streaming service, Peacock. Best of streaming, best of TV. You can watch for free and upgrade for more on your TV, tablet, or phone. Go to PeacockTV.com, download and start streaming right now. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You know what? We're actually not stupid. <laughs> We're coming up with ways to get through life, right? Wheel of Fortune. May I give them as an example? Okay. Yes. Wheel of Fortune is coming back for its 38th season on Monday. And everyone who's on set has to go through rigorous testing protocols and they have to be healthy. And But they're making sure all contestants are six feet away from each other. And in order to keep the cooties off the wheel, they have these little spinning condoms that they put over the spokes when they spin them. <laughs> Yes, I know. Okay, so we adapt. This is my point. This is my point. There are ways, if we're smart, to get along with life. We can I do it. See, but I want to see one of the condoms come off in someone's hand and just go flying and smack yeah. someone in the head. Well, that could be one of the dangers. But anyway, I think it's, it's another way. I know it's just Wheel of Fortune, but it's another way to show that we can we can adapt and we can get on with our lives. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think it's good news. Janet on Line 24 uh, here on September 11th, 19 years later after 2001. Hi, Janet. Welcome to Friday. What's going on with you? Good, good morning, everybody. I'm on my way to work to where it all happened. Oh, so what do you mean? Work, where do you work? I work at the post office at the foot of the Brooklyn Bridge on oh, Cabin yes. Plaza. Oh, wow. And I, I actually spoke to you guys that morning. We were talking about there was an election, a primary, I think. And I won a gift certificate for $100 to Old Navy. I was so excited. Oh, yay, Old Navy. What happened wow. to them? <laughs> Are they still around? Uh, uh, yeah, my kids love that gift certificate. Um, and then uh, we spent the rest of the day giving out water to everybody who walked over the bridge that day instead of delivering mail. Yeah, that was the day that uh, no one could drive. So you saw this mass exodus out of lower Manhattan. People were walking. I remember even, gosh, the next morning on September 12th, Janet, we had people calling us who were walking home on the New Jersey Turnpike. They'd been walking all night. So, I mean. Because if you remember, everything shut down. There was no trains, no buses. Right. When they came over the bridge, there was nowhere to go. And all of us in the post office gave out water. We had hundreds of five-gallon jugs up there. Right. And we just, people were so thankful and so confused. But afterwards, it was the feeling afterwards of people just loved each other and everybody was there for each other. It was an amazing feeling. I remember that. That was great. You know what? And people who were too young to remember or or just weren't there, there, I don't... I don't think they'll ever understand what we all were experiencing those days after 9-11 because it was it was as close to nirvana, for lack of a better word, than I've ever been in this country in my life. And I, and I know that you're reflecting that right now, too, Janet. And gosh. It was very patriotic. Every car had an American flag on it, and people were just so nice to each other. Yeah. And I wish we could get back to that. I know. That it feeling. Should, it shouldn't take uh, such tragedy to... Uh, to unify us like that, but you know what? So let's let's point the, all the cameras at you, Janet. Not to embarrass you, but working for United States Postal Service, we love you. 
We hope that everything is working out for the USPS because you're so important to our country and our history. And even today, you're there for us every day, and we thank you so much. Thank you for your service, and thank you for still listening to us. And keep in mind, I, I think that Old Navy gift card still works. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they used it. I had three kids. Oh, they used okay. it. Don't believe I mean, me. That was so long ago, they actually called it New Navy back then. It was that long ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Janet, and God bless you. it is sad that the children aren't going to know what happened. They need to. It's, it is sad. They need yes, to know. They do. Absolutely. They it's, do. A, it's, important, it's an important part of our, our lives. And I still tell people today, and I, it, it's the same for the pandemic. Janet, I think 20 years from now, none of us are fully going to understand what we learned and how we were affected by what we're going through. And it's the same from 9 11, 2001. Uh, with that said, yeah. we love you, Janet. I, I hope you have a nice day today. Good luck uh, for the weekend, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thanks Thank you for entertaining you. us every day. Well, we're trying. We're trying. Danielle's going to make up some uh, entertainment stories in a few minutes. Let's see what she comes up with. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> Thank you, Janet. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it's so important that we learn these lessons. And if not, uh, we at least tell the stories because they are so important to tell. Um, with that said, let's get into the feel goods. I don't know. I think I just did your feel goods, Jan Janet. I call you Janet. <laughs> Producer Sam. Producer Sam, what do you have today? I think you did, and my story is also one that's just kind of important to tell today. So 19 years ago, a lot of financial institutions had a lot of employees lost in those buildings, but the biggest was Cantor Fitzgerald. They're a global financial service company, and they were in the North Tower on the 101st through 105th floors. They lost 658 employees that day. And the CEO, Howard Lutnick, was taking his son to his first day of kindergarten, which is the only reason he is still with us today. And he considered that the last day of his old life. Howard lost his brother, his best friend, and all of his employees. And instead of choosing to close down shop to honor those who had fallen, he decided... He decided the rest of his team was going to work harder than they ever had before because they were going to give back 25% of everything they made to those families affected, and they delivered. The company distributed more than $180 million to the families of the victims, and on top of that, he offered a job to every single child of the lost employees. He said if someone wanted to work with him, he would find a spot for them, and he has. He's done that to dozens and dozens of children of the victims. So will any of these gestures undo what happened? Absolutely not, but I think it's beautiful how far one person was willing to go within the power of his reach because that was indeed very powerful. So our hearts with everyone who's affected today directly, and if you have a story that deserves to be featured, email me. Sam at elvistrand.com, subject line, feel goods. Thank you, Sam, we love you. Love you guys. I hope you have dinner tonight, what are you having? I'm going to start dinner right now. It's going to be a giant bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. All right. We love you, Sam. You have a beautiful day, okay? Love you. All right. I know that Daniel doesn't make up all these stories. Some of them are actually accurate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you have coming up next, Danielle? Oh, we're going to talk about Carol Baskin getting ready oh, for God. Dancing with the Stars. Oh, excellent. Oh, God. <laughs> God help us. All right. That and more on the way. We'll be back. We'll be back after this. Elvis, Elvis Duran. God, what is it with these people? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, so if, if you live in a city uh, that doesn't have a lot of high-rise buildings, uh, maybe this won't affect you, but put yourself in our place. Okay, in New York City, if you go to a friend's apartment 
and they're let's say on the 40th floor or 30th floor what 20th floor it doesn't matter and you know they have windows open and they can see into other people's apartments and then you see right there on the on the uh the table next to the chair in the living room there's a pair of binoculars <laughs> yeah <You're> like, okay <laughs> you know and so we we're having this conversation uh if you if you're in an apartment, even like at the third floor of an apartment, the apartments that look into other apartments and you see binoculars out in the living room, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you think that's creepy. Listen to how creepy straight Nate is. Tell them your story. Do you dare tell this story on the radio? Because it will. everyone will now know how creepy you truly are. <laughs> Well, I'm not the only one that does it. I guarantee anybody that lives in a high-rise in New York City has done I this don't. at least. I live in a high-rise, and I don't do it. Well, maybe anyway. it's been done to you then, Elvis, because <laughs> oh, no. well, it started, I, I like birds, so it started with, we no, had an apartment birds. overlooking H- the Hudson River, and I'm like, okay, what's that bird out there? And then mm-hmm. gradually the birds weren't as interesting as what was going on in the high-rise next door to us, so every once in a while I'd see my neighbors walking around, and people walk around naked, yeah, I do it, you do it. And so I would sit there. So in tell order, them, no, 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 no. Tell them where you were sitting and what happened. In order to not be seen, I would turn the lights off in the room and sit in the back of the room so that they couldn't see me as I was looking at them oh with my, my binoculars. God. I'm not the only one that does it. I guarantee. I'm not that the is, only one that uh, does that. That is so Creeping rare. That is so rear window. Have you ever seen Rear Window, the old Hitchcock film? That's exactly what I thought immediately. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, it, it is creepy. Yeah, Gandhi, you don't think that's creepy? Oh, I think it's so creepy, but I do live in a high-rise building, like almost at the top of it, and all I want is binoculars because I see all of these windows. And um, your assistant, Andrew's sister, lives in a building across from me, and we decided we're going to get binoculars so we can watch each other. Oh, God, that's <laughs> even creepier. No. Watching someone you know? Oh, my no. God. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> oh, Lord. What's scary? So it is like watching a different TV show in each window. If yeah. you stare long enough and you're there for like a couple of hours, and it, like me, I'm across from another high rise. Or I, I look into what's going on on this floor over here on the left and then on that, there on the right. Yes. And it's like turning channels on... On TV, it's like, oh, what's going on there? What's happening here? Yeah, but that's in movies. That's in movies when the psycho oh. is sitting there and he has like all these different monitors. No, and Danielle, he's sitting there. Not watching. in a movie. If you're straight, Nate or scary. Oh, uh, it's like watching a, like a massive Zoom room with all yeah. these naked people. Like over yes. here, you see a woman making dinner. Then over here, you see two kids <laughs> doing their homework. Then over here, you see some guy like. Like going to town on someone else, like on the bed, you don't know who it is right. or what it is. You know, it's just it's 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 an ongoing show. Mm. Uh, so I've heard. Yes, Nate. I'm gonna call <laughs> BS on you, Elvis, because anytime we see yeah. something crazy happening in the hotel next to us, yep. over here at the building, you're the first one to push everybody out of the way. Let, let me see. <laughs> I gotta see it. Well, okay. There's a difference. There's a difference. I'll tell you what it is. That hotel across, uh, what what street is that? Uh, uh, Lispinard. Lispinard Street is so close. And we are so evidently in our building working. If they're doing it with the, with the shades open, they know we're looking. Oh, yeah. Okay. With binoculars, yeah, you're in the know. back of your dark room back there jacking it or whatever <laughs> you're doing. Yes, you are. I'm sorry. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Maybe yes, I got excited yes. once or twice. Oh, like or three they, times. There was a time this guy was naked playing a guitar, and his girlfriend came in naked too, and he serenaded her. It was 
the weirdest thing I've ever seen see, in that, my life. I see. I think that's sweet. Get a hobby, a different one. That's my that's hobby. That is his hobby. <laughs> no, a different hobby. I might have to get some binoculars. I have the whole New York skyline. I want to look in the Empire State Building, the new Hudson Yards. I just want to see all of it. Well, I will tell you something interesting, and it made me think, hmm, maybe I need binoculars. Uh, and as a matter of fact, maybe not, because the building across the street from my building is just now opening. They, they redid this old building. It's a beautiful apartment building. And uh, Nicole Kidman and her, what's her husband's name? The country singer? Did Keith you, Urban? You, oh, Keith, Keith Urban. Keith Urban, yeah. Keith they, Urban. Just bought, they just bought an apartment over there. Oh. Now's war- the I'm war- time. I'm warning you now, Nicole Kidman and Keith <laughs> Urban. Uncle Elvis is watching you. Mm. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I know. Anyway. No, he has a new album coming out, and he was talking about um, how he worked with Pink as one of the artists on there, and he said she's so wonderful, her voice and her personality. I know. Yeah. I love Pink. Yeah, Pink was too. Pink was on it on social media last <laughs> night. There was some guy telling telling the world, "Oh, it's just it's just a big fire. Let's just ignore it. There's no global warming." And she's like, "You you a hole. It's forty <laughs> fires, and you know have a little have a little heart here." And so everyone was backing her up. I love Pink. She's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. And Keith Urban, uh, a part of our iHeartRadio Music Festival, mm-hmm. we are uh, producing it now. It's going to be beautiful. It's coming up. Uh, it's next weekend, isn't it? The weekend of the sixteenth. Anyone have a calendar? Hello. Yeah, today. today is the oh yes September yes. 11th. So no, 18th. So uh, the weekend of 18th, 19th, Friday and Saturday, uh, you can watch it on the CW, and uh, you can listen to it right here. Interesting. Uh, shall we get into the Danielle report? Sure. Let's do it. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Stop it. I got Zach on 24. Then Danielle. I was looking at my time. We need to fill time, and we'll do it with <laughs> Zach. Hello, Zach. How are you? Good. Good morning, everybody. I'm good. Good morning. So you're you're not looking through binoculars at other people. You're assuming people are watching you through binoculars. Why do you think that? Correct, because I'm a nudist, and uh, everybody in the apartment complex they uh, shut their curtains because of me. Before they had it open, but when I moved in, now they're all shut. So. So many questions. I know they're looking at me at the binoculars. Well, so being a nudist, so you you enjoy just being nude. It's no big deal. But is there also a component yeah. about you that you want to be seen? Yes. Okay. It's kind of like a thrill. God, it's I wish, like, you, you, wish know, you lived across it's the street. Not public, but it's still. <laughs> wow. you know, yeah. I now, was, wait a minute. You what? think they close their shades now so that you don't look at them or because they're peeking at you through the closed shades? They learned their lesson. <laughs> I, they learn their lesson because I don't know if the other half doesn't have what I have, so maybe they got jealous. I don't know. Oh, oh Zach, I have a question. Do you often have people come over? Do people ever come over to your house? Because I'm not sure I would. You are officially the buttholer of all furniture. Yeah, you're buttholing your furniture. I have a buttholer. <laughs> yes, but Gandhi, listen to this. I actually have a blanket that I put down, so I don't butthole my own furniture. Oh, good. there you go. And That's I also good. don't okay. mind if somebody comes over because I know there's one person person across the hall that I would love to have over. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, look, you know, it, it, if, you, if you live in New York City and you have uh, the view I have, I see out the other side of my apartment, I see lots of apartments. And there's this one guy who's always in the morning, you know, getting ready. His lights are on because it's dark, you know, because we got up early. Mm-hmm. And I would just out of the corner of my eye, I would see him over there walking around naked and nothing to look at, really. But I love the fact that he just doesn't care. You know what? He, what are you doing? Are you are you hauling hay or something? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm a truck driver, so I'm unloading the trailers. Oh, really? What's oh. what's back in the back? What's in the what's in the trailer? Dollar Tree stuff. 
Oh, I love Dollar oh, Tree. Nice. Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. God. I wish they actually made a I'm tree sorry. made of dollars. That'd be kind of nice. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you deliver everything oh. naked or you have clothes on? <laughs> well, I would be arrested for that. I would love to. You know, that's why I would love to go to Europe because Europe, you could be completely naked and nobody would care. I know. You know, we are so, so uptight about nudity here because we think we always think that nudity equals sex, mm-hmm. but they don't. Exactly, There's nu- but it doesn't mean it. Exactly. I know. No, I just get really concerned about the buttholing aspect. If that wasn't a problem, <laughs> hey. walk around naked all day. Well, you know what? You so, got to shower first. You got to shower first, and then or, you can go home. Or fill your fill your living room with brown naugahyde furniture. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my gosh! All right, hey, you know what? I got to tell you, Zach, it's been a lot of fun talking to you. I love you. I hope yeah. you have a great day today. Okay, and and uh, I love tell you everyone too. You guys too. Tell everyone at the dollar store we said yo, and uh, have a good day. Bye, all Zach. right, we'll do. Bye. Bye. Uh, Lee, she spies on her neighbors. Let's go talk to Lee on 23. Lee, once again, we've got questions. Who are you spying on? First of all, what is your configuration? Are you in a high rise or what kind of window are you looking out in? What's out there? First of all, hello, lady. Hello, lady. We're we're happy to have you here. Second of all, I actually live in the middle of nowhere. Right. But mine, so we've got horse farms on three sides of us. I'm like a tenth to a quarter of a mile away from my neighbors. So we've got a lot of wildlife coming through. We've got pretty high-powered binoculars. So we're checking out the deer. We're looking for coyotes. But at the same time, we're also catching the neighbors as they go about their daily life. Yes. So we're kind of configured in the middle of like three or four different farms. Normally, it's just boring stuff, but we did catch the neighbors um, in the middle of a huge blowout fight that we could actually hear from our house. Ooh. So we heard the scr- yeah, a quarter mile away, and we can hear them carrying on. So, of course, we went and got the binoculars. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> we well, didn't catch anything juicy, but we heard from another neighbor that there was possibly the police involved at one oh. point. Nothing that, nothing that day, but the house is for sale now. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, God bless we'll have new people to spy on soon. So, you know, it's it's kind of funny, Lee. You make me think that uh, you know, we're always so paranoid that someone's going to be hiding microphones in the house or listening to us through our phones and our computers. We stop. We don't stop to think. Well, people could be watching as well, mm-hmm. especially if you're next door to Lee. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah. So always always understand that if if you can see them, they can see you, and if your curtains are open, uh, you're a fair game, I guess. I don't know. Lee, oh, yeah. I'm so happy I don't live next door to you, but I hope you have a great day, and thank you for listening, and hello, lady. Thank you. You guys have a great day as well. All right, take care. Let's get into the Danielle Report. Danielle. Yes. you got so much stuff going on. What's happening? All right, so Carol Baskin is getting ready for Dancing with the Stars. Do you guys know what her song will be, her first song of choice? Uh, oh, killer, please say something. Eye of the Tiger. It <laughs> is. Uh, very good, Froggy. Yes. Eye of the Tiger. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Froggy for the win. That's yes. what they're saying. She is only rehearsing three to four hours a day, which is not enough for her. So she's taking her dancing at home. Apparently, she's made her own little dance floor at home. She's recording herself because she wants to look back and make sure she's better and she, you know, improves. September 14th is when it's all going to go down. So uh, excited about that. People are calling for Netflix to be canceled. There's a movie on there. It's called Cuties, oh, yeah. where 11-year-old girls are performing this sexually charged dance 
routine. Yeah. It's actually meant to be shocking, but a lot of people are saying it goes way too far. I haven't seen it. It's actually a French movie, um, but a lot of people are canceling their Netflix subscriptions over this movie. Have, have any of you seen it? No. Uh, I don't want to. Did no. they cancel that? They didn't cancel Cuties? I don't know. I, did they cancel it? Uh, they should. They should? But have I know you people- seen it? Uh, no, I have no desire. Okay. But but I, but your story is accurate. I know that people are saying cancel Netflix because yeah. this is all wrong. So maybe they so, haven't canceled it. Yeah. Uh, Marshmallow and Demi Lovato have dropped "Okay Not to Be Okay." They actually dropped the song and the video yesterday on World Suicide Prevention Day. Uh, the video is really cute. It looks back on both of them when they're younger, and it's just a younger Marshmallow with the same head. And in the video, he he gets out of his bed, out of his bunk bed, and all I kept thinking. The whole video was, he's going to fall. His head's going to hit on something. How's he doing this? Like, the whole Aww. time. But it's a really cute video, and here's what the song sounds like. I want to hear that. Can we play that later? Thank you. Yeah. And David Guetta and Sia gave us a new one yesterday also. It's called Let's Love. Scary, no excuses. Just push the right button. <laughs> well, that sounds good, too. Yeah, I love it. That's Sia, right? Yep, Sia right. and uh, and David Guetta. Uh, 9-11 Remembered, the day we came together tonight. There's also a lot of other 9-11 shows on that you may want to watch. Love Island, America's Got Talent, 90 Day Fiance, and RuPaul's Drag Race. That's my Danielle report for this hour. Thank you, Danielle. All right, the uh, Cuties is still on Netflix, and Netflix is encouraging people to watch it, actually. Really? They're saying, no, don't be so fast and don't judge so fast. They're saying... That they uh, it, it makes a statement about social pressures and uh, that it is an important film. So with that said, there's okay. a difference of opinion there. Thank you, Danielle. I love you. You're welcome. Love you too. Uh, now, okay. So here it is, 9-11. We are 19 years after September 11th, 2001. So many people have different perspectives from that day, especially if you live in the New York area. Uh, Matthew Bocci, his father worked at Cantor Fitzgerald at the top of the World Trade Center. He was nine years old, and he remembers that day, of course, from the perspective of a nine-year-old, but his journey began on that day. Interesting. He has a, sto- uh, a book out called Sway, and I want you to hear his story. It's very interesting. We're going to talk to Matthew Bocci coming up after this. We'll be right back. This is, this is Ariana Grande. Hey, what's up? It's Halsey. What's up, guys? I'm Khalid. With Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. Hey, it's Froggy, and my front porch project is finally complete. We painted our front door, added a fire pit, put in some landscaping, some lighting, pillows and rugs, and we were able to get everything we needed at Lowe's. Let Lowe's be your place for fall projects. Get inspiration at Lowe's.com and share your picks using hashtag Lowe's goals. Elvis Duran in the morning show. It was 19 years ago today and we were doing this show at Z100 right across the river from downtown Manhattan in Jersey City. And what happened before us was it was awful. Two airplanes hitting two huge buildings, buildings falling, and many lives lost, and all of our lives have changed since then, and we all had a different perspective of that day, depending on where we were. Well, our guest, Matt Bocci, has a perspective that he actually decided was so important it was time to put it down in words in a book. Not only his perspective as a child who lost a parent on 9-11, his father was a Cantor Fitzgerald executive, 
tippy top of the World Trade Center, but also his journey since then and how it changed his life. And I think it's really important. As I've always said, you got to write your story because everyone has one. Hi, Matt. Thank you for calling in on 9-11. It's good to talk to you. Good to talk to you too, Elvis. Thanks for having me. So, okay, so your book is called Sway, and it's out right now. First of all, the word sway, what does that refer to uh, in relation to the book? So it, it has a double meaning. Uh, the first meaning is resembling when I went to the World Trade Center to visit my dad's office with my brother Nick. We were in the office, and he told us to go close to the, to the windows. And we were like, why? And he had us go forward to the, towards the windows, and we looked down, and you can slightly see and feel the building swaying in the wind. And, wow. and it also is a metaphor for my life and what I went through and endured after. And ultimately, you know, I, I used a, a verb of swaying through life and, and just sort of getting through life's adversities and, and obstacles and eventually pulling myself together and standing tall again and, and straight. Yeah. So, Matt, uh, 19 years ago when, when this happened uh, here in New York City, you were nine years old. And nine years old is that weird age where you can still recall things and you're old enough to understand some things and not others. Do you remember where you were that day and how you were affected by the news as it came into you? Yeah, I was in school. I was pulled out of my classroom temporarily to be informed that a plane hit my dad's building. They brought myself and my brother Nick into a classroom where we – uh, play video games, like computer games for a little while. Um, and then eventually they brought us back into the classroom. They were informing our, our classmates on what was going on. And they brought us back, and, and pretty much one by one, kids were getting pulled out of class and, and taken home. Um, I had not known that at that same time, my mom had already spoken to my father on the phone and was starting to understand the craziness that was about to ensue. So she kept us in school for the remainder of the day so we didn't have to witness all of that and when we eventually got home it was chaos um people everywhere in the house on the phones calling my father calling hotlines hospitals and eventually my grandmother kind of moved my brother and i outside and, and said go play with your, your friends and uh she wanted us to just get out of the house and, and not have to witness all of that as well um that's what i remember from that day I remember us being on the air uh, for an extended show that day, and uh, all the calls that came in, actually the next day on September 12th, people were still waiting to hear from their loved ones, and just there was still hope that maybe they're walking down the turnpike, or maybe mm -hmm. they haven't been found, but they'll be found, because you know, several days after 9-11, there was still hope, and uh, I don't know, could you, do you remember the feeling in your home when everyone realized, especially your mom, realized that he's gone your dad is gone yeah and that hope was certainly held on to for as long as possible um my mom held on to that hope as well and i remember i hear the story now you know she she telling my her cousin that she was hoping he was going to get out that he got out there was maybe some way he got out and and my uncle knew he's like i just hope that we find him you know and uh i called my dad's cell phone every day in, in the next few days and left voicemails you know crying on the phone begging him to come home and and, and asking where he was and and when they finally came, luckily for us, it was really, really soon thereafter. Uh, they came a week later and told us they found them. And that was when things really started to set in, obviously, you know, and my life was shattered. Look, I, I, I must assume that if you lose a parent in such a tragic way, you're in your mind, you just put together what you feel happened at the scene. But this is a situation, the falling of these two incredible 
towers in Manhattan, it was caught on on video from a thousand different perspectives, and you basically live it every single year when you see the coverage on 9-11. What, what is that like? And does it make you really curious to know what really happened with your father that day? Absolutely. So to see everything every single year and, and the way that it is, it is so sensationalized is, of course, really tough because when, in times when I try to forget, I'm, remember, I'm remembering it again. And that's exactly the mental torment that I went through in those years to come. Seeing that up-close-and-personal footage just blew me away. And I started to fascinate on the, on the jumpers. And knowing that my father was up in the North Tower where the majority of them jumped, that resonated with me so powerfully. And I was, for quite some time, under the impression that he may have been one of them. And, um, and that led to me being sexually abused by an uncle through marriage who eventually preyed on that vulnerability of mine and, and my inquisitiveness on, on that subject and, and told me, yeah, your dad jumped, when in reality he, he did not jump. Um, we were told that he was in the staircase when the building collapsed. Okay, well, obviously you just set us up for the rest of your journey after what happened when you were nine years old and your father perished at the World Trade Center. So this is where your life took interesting turns. You said a, a family member actually took advantage of you and your vulnerability because of something this tragic, this happened to you? That's exactly what happened. I was asking all my family, my mom in particular, if they thought my dad jumped or what they thought happened to him. And eventually my mom was not really trying to engage in those conversations. Same with those other relatives, except for that one, uh, not a blood uncle, but uh, that one relative who, who exploited my vulnerability and, uh, and took advantage of it. Oh my God. So you mentioned earlier that watching this coverage every year around the same time, at the same time, is really, really difficult for you. And as people who are part of the media, is there a way that you would like things to be covered differently? Is there something you want people to focus on or not focus on? As I grew up and was so inquisitive about all this stuff and so interested in trying to figure it out, I voluntarily and, and, and greatly wanted to watch all this stuff. But as I got older, and really particularly when I got sober, that's when I started to kind of come to terms with everything. And now I don't, I don't like to indulge myself in watching this stuff. Now, that being said, this is a big part of our history, especially as in the tri-state area. So it is important that that footage and coverage be remembered. But I also think it's important to shed light on the good that came and the positive images that we were shown uh, in the media in, in the uh, in the aftermath. Wow, those were powerful days, very powerful days, very important days for our country, as a matter of fact. So you just dropped another hint for us, and then you, you talked about getting sober. So obviously your journey went into a life uh, spinning out of control, and, uh, and, and you, you can tie this all back to what happened on 9-11, 19 years ago when you were a nine-year-old. So tell us uh, briefly what you went through and how you're doing today and how this book is helping you, the book you wrote. Well, I started experimenting with drugs and alcohol at, at a pretty young age, uh, around 14, and then pretty much when everything was going on with the abuse and all that stuff. And as I got a little bit older, went to college, that's when I started experimenting with harder drugs and was addicted to opiates and, um, and, and other drugs. And alcohol was always there just to wash everything down. And um, it took, you know, multiple years of, of struggling and, and trying to work through all of that and my demons to get to uh, a point where I wanted to be sober. And when I finally got sober, 
and felt what sobriety had to offer for me, that was something I wasn't going to let go of. Um, and, and that feeling I wanted to continue to chase. So, um, with writing my memoir, I'm hoping, uh, that my story will do what it's done for me and provide some closure for people also allow people to come to terms with their own vulnerabilities and struggles and hopefully become open about them and in order to heal like I have. As I hear you talking, all I can think about is your dad looking down on you and being so proud of what you've become and how you are helping so many people that are afraid to come forward or have these struggles from day to day and they can just see how you have succeeded and, and want to do the same. It's just, you know, it's, it makes my heart warm to know that he's looking down thinking that. Yeah. That means a lot to me. And I hope that, I hope that that's the truth. And, uh, and if I help one person along the way, I know I did something good. Matt, looking at where we are today with all of our new issues going on in 2020, uh, there are a lot of people who are looking for a seed of hope to help them move forward. They've lost loved ones with a pandemic or they're just losing hope because it, the world is just in turmoil and upside down. What advice do you give people who are looking to move out of the dark and into the light? If you're holding on to that tiniest slimmer of hope and you still have it, don't let go of it because I was so close to letting go of it you know, I was convinced I would die um, by the life I was living. And uh, I held on to that hope. And when I finally got out of that darkness, um, I was like resurrected and it was just amazing. So I tell people that for starters, there's always, always hope and, and, there's, and just don't ever give up. Excellent. The book is called Sway by Matt Bocci. It's out right now. And uh, I know there are a lot of people who would love to read further into your story because there's so much stuff that we didn't we didn't cover today. But Matt, you know what? It's a it's a pleasure to speak with you. And you know, 9/11, like I said before, it means something different to each and every one of us. To hear your perspective was great. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Matthew Bocci. It's B O C C H I, by the way. And the book is Sway. Uh, a lot of people are already texting in saying they can't wait to order it. They just found it on Audible. It's a great, powerful story. You know, everyone who was uh, everyone who was witnessing what happened on 9-11 has a story about how it affected them, especially if you're close by or if you had a father who or mother who passed away or an uncle or an aunt, people who rushed into the World Trade Center to help save people. Everyone has a story. And I, I really think it's important you examine your story as much as you can because it really tells you a lot about you. With that said, let's get into the three things we need to know. Gandhi, what's going on? All right, as we remember the terror attacks that happened on this day 19 years ago, claiming the lives of nearly 3,000 people, we're going to be seeing ceremonies all day, but they will look a little bit different than what we're used to because of the pandemic. President Trump and Joe Biden will be at today's ceremony honoring the victims of United Flight 93. That ceremony is going to be closed to the public, but it will be streamed online if you want to watch it. If you're in the D.C. area, you might notice a tower of light near the Pentagon as well, and that is expected to remain lit through the early hours of tomorrow morning. The Biden campaign says it will follow the tradition of presidential candidates suspending ads on the anniversary of the attacks as well. Today marks another important anniversary, too. It's now been six months since the World Health Organization declared the coronavirus a pandemic and wow. life as we knew changed. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Six months ago. Six months ago today, wow. March 11th, the World Health Organization said, this is it. This is a pandemic. 
So far, the infection has killed more than 900,000 people worldwide, with more than 192,000 Americans losing their lives. And now Israel may be locked down when Rosh Hashanah starts next week. Over 4,000 new coronavirus cases were reported yesterday, making Israel now the highest per capita new infection rate in the world. And finally... We talked about this a little bit earlier, but it's worth mentioning again. Two out of three single people on dating apps say that they have lowered their standards because of the pandemic. Apparently, these past six months have really made a lot of people analyze what it's like to be single, and they don't like what they see. Quarantining alone has taken its toll, and they want to find love. So they're saying, yeah, you know what? I'm going to compromise a little bit, maybe drop my standards and find someone. We say you don't need to do that. You can stay strong. This is going to pass at some point, and you'll get the person you want. But... Everyone wants some love. And those are your three things. You know, maybe don't think about it as lowering your standards. Maybe think <laughs> of it as just opening your mind to the other possibilities with okay. this, this person who seems yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Elvis. The glass is half full, Elvis. Exactly. Very good. Thank you, Gandhi. Thank you. You're welcome. And by the way, you know, we were talking to Matt Bocci a second ago, and Danielle, you chimed in and said, uh, hey, Matt, I bet your father's looking down on you and they're so proud of you. A text yeah. just came in and said, hey, Danielle, uh, I bet your dad is looking down at you and oh. saying he's proud Aww. as well. Thank yeah. you. That means the world. Thank there you. There you go. Uh, with that said, we do have a $10 free money phone tap coming up after this. Hey, this is Dan and Shay. Hi, this is Seth Rogen. What's up? This is Keith Winston's Fallout Boy. It's Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. All right, we're moving on with lives, and we've got to keep our companies moving along as well. If your company is currently trying to hire someone, I know you have challenges enforcing social distancing, opening up in a safe way, masks, masks, everyone masks. Well, Monica Starks can relate. She needed to hire a pivotal role at her construction company called GS Group. But she's having a tough time finding the right person. So she did, as I told her to do, switched to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. That's a mess. They find them for you. They have this super crazy technology that identifies people with the right experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. That way you only have qualified people applying. This is why you should try ZipRecruiter as well for free at ZipRecruiter.com Elvis. That's how Monica found Lamont Jenkins, her new superstar. Lamont, congratulations, Monica. You found him. She said that ZipRecruiter sent Lamont's profile to her around five minutes after she posted the job, and it was a match. Boom. Done. Monica's company has hired all sorts of people, accountants, project managers, field scientists. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So see for yourself for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. You got any money? The free money phone tap. Yeah, it's only $10, but it's free money, so we're not lying. <laughs> we're, not, we're, I mean, we're, not, we're not even exaggerating. It's free money. Even if we made it the 14 cent free money phone tap, it's still free money. Every right? bit counts. That's how it works. Yeah, I just, don't, I just don't want anyone to think we're cheating you because I... Yeah. There's no tax on it. We're not going to report you. This mm. is just between us. I mean, isn't there like a threshold? It has to be a certain amount of money. Six hundred dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Then we should have the five hundred ninety-nine dollar phone tap. <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of you know make it cool. All right, it's the ten dollar free money phone tap. But once again, Scotty B reminds us he'll be mailing you five two dollar bills. Ooh. That's cool. You know, there are still people who don't recognize the $2 bill as actual U.S. currency. It is. And if they tell you you can't spend it there, then shame, shame, shame. What's scary? Yes. I went to a pharmacy to try and buy something once. It was $1.69. I gave him a two. 
And she looked at me and was like, no, we don't accept that here. And I'm like, what, U.S. currency? It's a, and she thought that it was fake or old or a scam. She goes, no, that's out of print. We don't take those. I'm like, you can't not take my money. This is they're not $2. out of print. Oh, they're not out of print. No, they're not they? out of print. It's all falsehoods. Well, 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 it's just, you know, it's fake news. She's giving you fake news is what she's doing. <laughs> so we're going to send you five $2 bills. And we want you to just go out there and just challenge people with them. <laughs> just always have a $2 bill on you. When you see someone behind the counter that looks like they need to learn a lesson, huh, here, $2, <laughs> and see if they if they buy it. Anyway, uh, this is the free money phone tip worth $10. If you're caller 100, you get it all. Good God. 1-800-242-0100. Uh, who does the phone tap today, Scary? Garrett. What's it about? He is a library tough guy. <laughs> oh, perfect. Here we go. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Garrett, what do you have today? Well, Caitlin wants to phone tap her boyfriend, Craig. Now, Caitlin's away at school getting ready for a big test, so we thought, why not call Craig while Caitlin is, quote-unquote, trying to study? So I'm going to jump in on the call as an innocent guy trying to study in the school library, and uh goes from there. Here we go. We'll see what Garrett pulls out of his whatever. Hello? Hey. Hey. How are you? Busy. What's going on? I'm studying, and I've totally hit a wall. I'm so over it, and I'm so bored. Oh, okay. I want to go home. Yeah, me too. Uh, Seriously. Ex- excuse me? Uh, hey, um, do you mind just uh, taking the that? conversation outside? Some maybe? Guy. I'm, uh, I'm trying to study. I got, I got a big exam. In I'm the- trying to study, Hello? too, but no, I no, needed no. to take a break, no. and I'm not talking Whoa. super loud. Shh. Are you, are hey, you shushing me? Uh, no, yes. Please. Are you shushing me? I'm studying. Okay. Who well, the hell is go back this guy? to studying. Don't worry about it. But this nerd what do you mean, don't worry about it? Who's down. this guy you're talking to? I said, shh. He's some shh. nerd at the library. I said, shh. I'm right trying to stop shushing you. Talk to this guy. Who is this? I'm Kaylin's boyfriend. Who the f are you? Uh, I'm Sheldon Cooper. I go to school here. I'm studying for my test. And Dude, this I don't blonde. Give a what you're doing? Stop talking to my girlfriend. You understand? I'm going to come down there. Stop talking to her. Maybe she should stop talking to you and should take the conversation outside. Yeah, maybe you should mind your business and not tell me what to do. Some of right, us are trying to study. Phone? You want to give the phone back to my girlfriend? No, no. You listen here. This is a lie. I want you to shut the up and walk away from my girlfriend. This is a, oh, your girlfriend probably got confused and thought this was no, some no, type I think of like. No, you're confused because you're still talking. She looks like the girl that gets confused when she walks into a library. Hand the phone back to my girlfriend and walk away or I'm coming down there. Listen, if you're going to come down here, just realize after I get done studying, I have no problem kicking your ass. All right, man. I'm going to come down there and I'm going to smack you. I do not give a Have you ever been beaten the head with an Encyclopedia Britannica because you're about five minutes away from Shut it? Shut the up, man. You want to keep telling jokes? I watch WWE, so I know how to take guys. Do you Saber and get off the phone and give it back to my girlfriend right now. Oh, okay, just remember, your ass-kicking awaits. Shut the up. Here's your phone. Babe. What the are you putting me through right now? I didn't, I had no clue this guy was such a freak. Could you stop talking to people? Could you, could you not he make people through this bull right now? He came up to me. You're in a library. Why are you talking so loud? I'm not... Stop doing that. I know it's hard for you to stop talking sometimes, but figure it out. Shh. Are you sure some of No, seriously, don't sh me right now. I hate that Shh. Just please stop sh me. I don't give a what you say. Just stop that sh He's back at you. Don't me. Hey, Craig. 
My name's Garrett from Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. You just got phone tapped. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. All right. Is this what you do to me? This is what you, this is fun? Yes. Okay. All right. You know what? Payback's a bitch. Okay. Don't be mad. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Elvis Duran phone tapped. There you have it, the tough guy librarian. <laughs> what are you going to do? Thank you, Garrett. <laughs> uh, that was your $10 free money phone tap. Someone's asking, why are you only giving away $10? Because we don't have a partner this time. We don't have a, we don't have someone like sponsoring. We, 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 we can't sponge money off anyone, so we're using money out of our cheap. own pockets. I didn't say that. We're not cheap. <laughs> it sounds cheap, Froggy. though. I think it's kind of fun. All right, let's go talk to Cheryl, line 17. She's caller 100. She just won $10. Congratulations, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I hear it. You just won $10. Now you're getting all sassy. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> I know. And even better than that, it's coming in the form of $2 bills. Good luck spending those babies. Well, I have a question. Yes. It being 9-11, is there a way we could just donate it to a 9-11 foundation? No. I tell you what I'm going to do. There is an organization here in New York, but they, they service uh, other organizations like themselves in other, in other cities. And I'm going to take that $10 and I'm going to multiply it by, let's say, what's 10 times 100? A thousand. A thousand. Okay. Are you serious? Elvis, it's- shut up. It's called the Stephen. The Steve. I love when people tell you to shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers oh. Foundation. Uh, I don't know if you, you know, a lot of people listening. Maybe if you're not from the New York area, maybe you don't know the story behind the Stephen Siller to, uh, Tunnel to Towers Foundation. It is incredible what they do. They do so many great things for so many people. And uh, I want you to go online and Google Stephen Silder or just Tunnel to Towers Foundation and read what they do. And as a matter of fact, I'm not going to make it $1,000. We're going to donate $10,000 oh. to the Stephen Silder Tunnel to Towers. And even on top of that, I'm still going to send you $10. So there. Eh. Oh, that is so wonderful. I'm from Jersey, and the whole 9-11 definitely hit us hard. So that's amazing. I mean, thank, that's amazing. You guys well, are great. Thank uh, you so much. No, you're great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm very serious. I want everyone across the world who's listening to this show to uh, do a search. You can actually go to tunnel2towers.org. It's tunnel, the number two, and towers.org to find out more. And we're uh, sending ten grand over to them right now. And $10 to you. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. See what you just started? <laughs> See what you just did? Your, your words alone, you being all sassy, just caused something really great to happen. And we're uh, so appreciative of you listening. Oh, thank you, guys. Love you. We love you, too. Hold on one second. Have a great day, Cheryl. Good luck to you uh, this weekend. Stay, stay safe. Stay fun. And there you go. Wow. There you wow. go. See how, look, I know that was, that was just random. It was a spontaneous whatever. But see how the words you use can actually make change. See what yep. she just did there? She did it. We can all do it. We all have the power to do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know who I love? I love Gandhi and I love Danielle. Love you too. We love and you I too. think we need to get to know them a little better. Let's start with Danielle. <laughs> getting to know Danielle. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Okay. So, Danielle, why did you fall out of bed last night? I don't know. In the middle of the, <laughs> in the middle of the night, all of a sudden, I went to turn a certain way, 
And all of a sudden, I was flailing and I fell. <laughs> and the next thing I know, my husband was like, are you okay? And I got up. I grabbed a sip of water and I was like, I think so. <laughs> I walked to the walked to the bathroom to go to the bathroom, came back to bed, went back to bed. I have no idea why I fell, but I, I fell. I thought only little kids fell out of the bed. Nope. Oh, no, no, I've done it. Yeah. Fifth people done it too, fall out Gandhi? of the bed too. <laughs> oh yeah, I've totally done it before. And I have a high bed, so it was quite a fall. Yeah, I don't me know too. What I was doing. I have two mattresses on my bed. Well, we have two beds like the princess and the pea in my room. Yeah. This is why. You should wear a parachute to bed, people. <laughs> so I had, and by the way, I did have a migraine this morning, and I'm going to go ahead and say, probably from falling out of the bed. Oh no! Say, got a headache. So. Are you sure your husband didn't kick you out of the bed? Right? You know, I, to be honest, I don't know. He might have. I love you, Shell. Oh man! Now we know Daniel a little better. We don't know why she fell out of bed, but she did. She did. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Stop the music and start it over again because now we move on to Gandhi. Here we go. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. All right, Gandhi. Uh, so what strange thing did you learn about your boyfriend, Brandon? <sighs> so yesterday we we're on the phone and he made himself some noodles. And I said about two minutes into the conversation after that, hey, I'm going to let you go eat your food and call me back when you're done. And he said, what do you mean I'm done? I said, Brandon, did you even chew? He said, no, you don't chew noodles. I'm like, what? What do you mean you don't chew noodles? He has gone his whole life not chewing noodles. And then I found out he doesn't chew a lot of food. He said, wait a second, do you chew rice? I'm like, yes, I chew rice. Apparently he just shovels it to the back of his throat and swallows. So it he comes said out his- whole. No, apparently it doesn't because I asked him this too. Of course. He says his teeth are only meant to break down food that he can't just swallow. So I was like, hang on. Do you swallow grapes and M&Ms? You just swallow food? This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. He said, no, no, not if it's hard. I don't do it if it's hard. But rice, noodles, anything soft, yeah, just swallow it. I'm like, oh my God. That's well, the weirdest you know, thing I've ever heard. You know, we learned this in grade school. Digestion <laughs> begins in the mouth. Digestion <gasps> begins with the churning of the food between the teeth, and it helps right. break down whatever that makes you suck up more nutrients, right? Yeah. You know what you have to do? Word. You have to that. play a song for him from The Wiggles. It's called okay. Chew, Chew, Chew Your Food, and he will learn a lot from this song. We have that. Do we have that, Scary? Do we I, have I think we have it, yeah. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Know, I was okay, so, so concerned. Okay, okay. imagine this. If he, if he, a noodle, for instance, mm-hmm. or a strand of spaghetti, usually you put it in your mouth and you can suck it in, and it goes mm-hmm. into your mouth, and you chew it. Maybe he has some sort of suction in his throat that sucks it all the way down. Mm. Sounds like you'd be a popular guy. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) No, I I have no idea. He says he wants to blame being in the Navy for so long because they gave him seven minutes to eat, so he figured out a really fast way to just swallow all his food. I'm like, you've been out of the Navy for a while now. I suggest you chew. I think it's going to be better for you and any tummy issue you might have. You just, you got to chew your food. It was the strangest conversation, but I was dying laughing because he thought I was weird for chewing rice and chewing noodles. He's like, no, you just swallow that stuff. He's weird. (laughs) I love chewing you know. my food. I do I love, too. I love chewing other people's food. <laughs> baby bird, baby bird. Anyway, Ugh. so isn't it great to get to know each other? Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, know. do we have the song from the Wiggles? <laughs> oh, here it is. Oh, see, that's boring. They could do better than that. 
It they teaches you a lot, though. It teaches you how important. something like, chew your food. No, Chew, We should come up with a better one, a more dancey version. Yeah, Always improve on that. Anyway, the Wiggles let me down there, as usual. The Wiggles never let you down. What are you talking about? All right. Oh, God. We didn't even do the Danielle report. We need to uh, make a call here, producer uh, Nate. I-, I would say take a break, and then we'll start off the next break with Danielle. <laughs> you think so? Really? I hope so. No, we won't. He'll give me the rap sign and say some stupid <laughs> crap. All right. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's all try to get along, and we'll take a break. We're back after this. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hi, this is Katy Perry. I'm Sean Mendez. With Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. <laughs> Duran in the Morning Show. Hey guys, we all know bedtime can be a battle for both you and your kids. For instance, my son used to struggle to fall asleep. Fortunately, we discovered Vicks Pure Z's Kids Melatonin Gummies to help him fall asleep naturally. Find Pure Z's Kids in stores near... Meet the man who tells the same joke over and over. (laughs) Shut the hell up! Oh, and I make love to that grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Uh, did you say penis? <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So this is uh, interesting. Someone just sent a text in saying that uh, it's a teacher, and you know we love her teachers. She said she's going to read excerpts from my book to her class today, my chapter on 9-11. She says it was poignant and provides a first-person perspective that's important to the story, uncertainty, patriotism, and compassion in the days that followed. And I'm sitting here, I, I see I wrote that book, what, a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were all finishing up a stupid argument on our show so we could send it to a song, and I looked up and saw Tim Louie, one of our producers who screened incoming callers, cover up his phone, and he whirled around to look out the window of our studio. Outside our studio was a huge living room with a wall of windows looking across the Hudson River at the city. I always thought of downtown Manhattan as like a theater in the round with us in Staten Island and Brooklyn serving as the audience for the production. And through the glass over Tim's shoulder, I could see smoke rising from... I can't read this. I could see smoke rising from one of the two twin stars that had always shared center stage. The show had gone to break, so I pushed the button for the intercom and I asked Tim, what's going on? He says, they're telling us that a helicopter hit the tower. So we all stood there shocked as the last few notes of I'm Real from J-Lo and Ja Rule (laughs) faded out. I turned my microphone on, I said Z100, my voice catching a little as I got us back into the break, 852. Something weird's going on. The World Trade Center is on fire. We could make out a steady stream of smoke flowing up from the top of the tower, but nobody understood what was going on. We didn't know what we were seeing. I remember thinking it looked like a volcano about to erupt. We just kept staring and stammering, and then we saw the second plane. By then, every TV station in town had broken in with a special report in We had one of the local channels on the monitor in our studio. And when I saw the second plane hit the second tower, I instinctively looked down at the TV monitor in the studio, almost as if to ask it whether I'd really seen what I thought I just saw. 
But the TV had gone dark because the local TV station's transmitter was on top of that second tower. That's when I think it hit everyone, at least that's when it hit me, that something unlike anything else we'd ever seen was happening before our eyes. And we all kind of snapped into action, and I, be I became Mr. Organization, assigning people to monitor the news and make phone calls. And then it dawned on me that while Z100 didn't have any transmitters on those towers, some of our other stations did. My question was, were any of our engineers working today? Was everyone safe? I later found out that Josh Haddon, our chief engineer, was indeed supposed to be at the World Trade Center that day. But thank God, he set his alarm for p.m. instead of a.m., and he overslept. Oh Goodness. What else? What else? Oh, right. We're, we're on live radio. But what could anyone possibly want to hear from us at a moment like this? This wasn't a newsroom. We weren't in a, in a position to cover a breaking story, much less help people deal with this emergency. We certainly couldn't go back to playing music and arguing about cheating boyfriends. So I was uncharacteristically at a loss for words. So we just found a local TV station that was still on the air reporting on the breaking news. We turned up the audio, figuring the listeners in their cars who weren't near a TV would appreciate it. As we approached the end of the showtime, we started to hear about other attacks. The Pentagon was on fire. The White House was evacuated. There were rumors of more hijacked planes, car bombs on the National Mall, threats to other buildings in New York and elsewhere. This is what we were hearing. Staffers were starting to grab their stuff and rush out the door to get home, and we had no idea what was about to hit next or why. Our friend Dennis, who had been staying with me while working at the station, came in with his bags, and he said, I got to go to Boston. I got to get out of here. I got to catch my flight. And I said, Dennis, there's no way you're going to fly to Boston right now. Well, then I've got to get back to L.A. And I said, you don't understand the scale of what's going on here. I said, you're not flying anywhere. He said, and he kind of laughed, I'll be safe in L.A. What are they going to hit there, the Hollywood sign? And then he raced out the door. <laughs> A few minutes later, as we were going off the air, we saw another huge plume of smoke as the first tower began to give way. And I'll never, whew, this is a rough one. <clears throat> I'll never forget watching Danielle fall to the ground as the tower fell to the ground. And while our studio was soundproofed against outside noise, I'll never forget hearing her sobs from the other side of the glass. <sighs> My sweet sister Danielle, she didn't deserve to have to witness this. <sighs> anyway, the chapter goes on and on. You know, we, we have recordings of that show, and I, I know exactly where they are, and I still to this day refuse, I refuse to listen to them. Someone just sent a text a little while ago, and they're saying, um, <clears throat> we're listening to other stations and other shows, and they're having fun, and you guys are the only ones talking about this. I'd rather listen to you. I'm like, thank you. You know, today's a day you, know, you can handle it any way you need, and, you know, you know where we're going. So... What else? It's crazy. <sighs> you know, so, they uh, say that time heals all wounds, but it's so strange yeah. that 19 years has gone by. Yeah. And, and it still hurts today, just like it did then. It's crazy. It is. And I still, I still tell you, you know, we think we know ourselves. We don't. There are things that have happened to us in our lives that we just we cover up or we just try to move on. And I get it. We're, we're trying to survive. That's what we're supposed to do. But in surviving, uh, we still all have all these things that happened to us that made us who we are today. 
And I never, ever want us ever to forget about the lessons that we're learning and try to unpack the lessons that we don't know that we've learned from pandemics to social injustice to heroes that are running into the fires. I mean, there's so many things that we are learning in life. And that's why when you're sad, it's okay. You're being sad for a reason. Lean into it and try to figure out why and what you're learning from it. Wow. And there you go. It's crazy the range of emotions that makes you feel all over again. Sad, anger, yeah. scared. Like yep. just everything comes right back. I, I feel like every, every day this year, it makes me feel those same emotions over again. And, you know, yesterday I didn't feel this way and tomorrow I won't feel this way. But it's anytime you start going over this again in your mind and rehashing it, it makes you feel those same emotions that you felt that day. Yep. <clears throat> the only good part was what happened after and how everybody came together and uh, took care of each other. And we need more of that. Yeah. We need more of, uh, you know, we need more of people coming together and taking care of each other without tragedy happening. True. I don't know. You know, Ever had a friend who gets cancer and they tell you, gosh, I look at life so differently now through a whole new pair of eyes. Why do we wait? Why do we wait until something tragic like cancer or someone being taken from us, a pandemic happens or airplanes slam into skyscrapers and we lose our loved ones and heroes that go in to try to save them? Why do we wait for that to truly understand how beautiful this life is? Right. I don't know. I think it says a lot about us. Hey, but I'm not giving up on us. Mm-mm. Nope. Not at all. I feel good. I feel good about the future. I mean, you have to. You got to have optimism. When you're marching down the aisle with the one you love, and then scary reminds us, you know, 50% of marriages end up in divorce. <laughs> you got to go, okay, you Thanks, know what? Dear. But 50% of marriages don't end up in divorce. Right. And you just, when you're marching down that aisle with the one you love, you just hope you're on that side of that. Exactly. You know? Well, I just repeat that statistic because I just... Because you don't want to get married. Because I don't right. want to get married now. <laughs> right. <laughs> talking to himself. Right. I'm the glasses <laughs> half empty guy on that. <laughs> it's oh. weird. Because you know what? Uh, it's really kind of funny how history repeats itself. So on 9-11, after we all were basically forced to evacuate our building in Jersey City, uh, I drove out here to where I have been sequestered since the pandemic hit. I'm... In, I'm now living in that same house, the same house I came home to to watch CBS News that night, Dan Rather telling us about you know, the world and Al-Qaeda and things. And I, this, I'm back. You know? It seems like this is my home. This is where I come to in times of, of uh, well, this. And I hope you have a home to go to as well. You know, our, it's, there's a difference between a house and a home. And phew, it's so good to have a place to go home to, even though, you know, I don't know. You know, hey, uh, producer Nate, I don't even know what time it is or what day it is. What are we doing here? I, I will tell you this. Um, a lot of outlets don't do it anymore. We still do. Uh, and, and, you know, I want everyone to do their own thing. But we will, once again this year, uh, without fail, observe a moment of silence at, at 846 uh, Eastern Time. And keep in mind, before you start complaining, Karen, a moment and a minute are two different things. Because last year, the moment, a lot of people was like, that's not a minute. 
that was just a short amount. I said, well, no, a moment in a minute are two different things. Right. So we decided we will meet you halfway. We will make the moment of silence a little longer this year. Okay, are you with me? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Last year, you know, everyone's got to be ass hurt, and people were yelling at us. That's not enough time. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I hear you. We're going to give it to you. And another thing you'll hear during the moment of silence is it won't be silent. We have this drone that we play underneath. It's a little noise. And there's a reason behind that. I'll tell you now. Because all the stations that are running our show across the country, if we have more than how many seconds of silence? Scary? It's, like I believe it's like 10, 8 or 9. It'll, it'll right. start triggering this. Yeah. yeah. So if we have total silen silence, all the stations will start playing BTS. And that's fine. We love BTS. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so you'll hear during the moment of silence, you'll hear a sound. And then we'll go into a song that we find very appropriate for the day. And uh, you'll hear that. And that's coming up in less than well, like 30 minutes, right? 40 minutes, something like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, break now, three things later. What do you want to do? Uh, you could take a break now. Elvis. Okay. And also, I'm going to do a, a round the room in a few moments. And let's get into this now, and we'll do that then. We'll be back right after this. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So, Demi Lovato is joining us. I do believe Monday is Demi Lovato Day. Yeah. She has that new song out with Marshmallow. You know, actually, uh, we heard a piece of that earlier. I want to hear a piece of it again. Uh, maybe during the sound. Garrett, you want to give us a piece of that? I could do that for you. Yeah, also, but... Froggy, you'd like to know, uh, Florida Georgia Line has a new song out. I know you're into them. It, it's so good. It is. Uh, it so is. Let's just do it now. Let's just get right into it. All right. Well, let's jump into some new music. Uh, we'll start with Marshmallow Demi Lovato. Okay Not To Be Okay came out yesterday. Video is great. And this is what it sounds like. Excellent. All right, let's move over to uh, Froggy's favorite, Florida Georgia Line, Long Live. Long live all the small towners, sun up the sun downers, that old school haggard and pain. Long live long neck bottles and wide open throttles and old dirt roads with no name. You just love them. I love them too. They're good. You know, Froggy knows all the lyrics. Froggy, you're the one who turned us on to them. What do you think? I love me some FGL, man. They What's are that, so Garrett? good. What did you say about the lyrics? Froggy already knows all the lyrics. Yeah, of course I he do. does. What are you kidding me? <laughs> I do. Um, all right, Usher, a <laughs> part does. of our iHeartRadio Music Festival next week and has a new song, Bad Habits. I love, love, I'm just bad at it. I just can't escape all of these bad habits. I had way too many one night, yeah. Up my love For sure. Life, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dr. Phil posted this. Uh, it's a little weird and creepy, but every time you post something on Instagram or Twitter, people comment with just simple daddy. And God, Dr. Why? Phil wants you to stop calling him daddy. You have to stop commenting daddy on all of my posts. I ain't your daddy. I hate <laughs> to break it to you, but I ain't your daddy. And your real daddy's probably getting his feelings hurt. Oh, no. I appreciate the support. It's a little weird. 
But I do appreciate the support. Oh, lean into it, Phil. You know, I used to get so mad when people called me Big Daddy, and now I'm like, okay, whatever. Get over right, it. Big Daddy. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, thank you, little Garrett. Come on. All right. Uh, so we all remember that student in class that at the end of the day, the teacher would be like, all right, have a nice day. And then someone would raise their hand and be like, well, you forgot to give us homework. And then the teacher would give out oh, homework. Oh, well, hated that person. Yep. We all did, I think. Well, we have a new new type of student with Zoom, you know, being on, with most classes. This is what uh, we have a new student to look forward to in Zoom classes. Shout out to the kids that unmute themselves and answer when the teacher's like, oh, like, can you guys hear me? Like, did I cut out? Someone has to do it, and it's not me. My camera and mic is staying muted the entire time. You will not see or hear from me. Um, so I'm glad someone is responsible enough to be interactive. Let's put on my camera you. you. Your mic's off. Um, all right, and then <laughs> this guy has a life hack for everyone. Uh, if you want to get free birthday dessert at restaurants, here's what you need to do. Okay, life hack that's also kind of terrible. Once upon a time, I made this fake email account that I still use. I get free food or dessert from a restaurant every single day. I made this fake email and I found a list of a bunch of restaurants that offered birthday freebies. So I put them all in here and I put my birthday on each website for a different day of the year. So I have 365 days of free food. Tomorrow I have a free meal from Benihana's. I really hope I'm not the only person who is crazy enough to do this. Well worth it. <laughs> um, who wouldn't be that crazy on our show? Scotty B. Scotty or Scotty Brody. Brody. Scotty B. Scotty B. Absolutely. Yeah. Scotty yep. B. And then, so and then finally, for uh, at the beginning of quarantine, uh, FDNY Ladder 15, Louis DeRosa got up on his fire truck, broke out his guitar, and did the national anthem. Uh, and everyone loved it. So here's a, just a small clip of that uh, with today being September 11th as we honor all our first responders. I love that. And you're a good American, Garrett. Thank, Thank you, you Garrett. so much. Oh, well, hey, what are the kids having for breakfast today? Oh, uh, they had French toast sticks. Uh, I, I had to pronounce the last word very carefully. Uh, but yeah, so now they're out the door. <laughs> <laughs> they're out the door on their way to school. Say it really exactly. fast. Go ahead. French toast sticks. No. I was supposed to come over for breakfast. All right. Thank you, Garrett. Always have welcome. A, have a great day today. Okay. Take care. Hey, uh, let's go around the room. What's on your mind? We'll start with Danielle. What's happening with you? All right. I made something that I found on Instagram, and it is delicious. Okay. it You make it in your muffin tins. Yeah. Two cups of mac and cheese, two large beaten eggs, one cup of diced ham, a quarter of a cup of breadcrumbs. Bake it 350 for 20 minutes. Mm. And it's like little mac and cheese cups to go. Yes. Yes. So good. (laughs) You need to make them so good. Oh, my gosh. I was like, this is incredible. So just a little tasty treat for the weekend. So yummy. Yum. It sounds like a lot of fun to make, but more fun to eat. So why don't oh, yeah, you make so some good. of those and sling them over to Big Daddy? <laughs> yes. uh, what about you, uh, Gandhi? What's going on with you? Um, I wanted to say, Danielle, I love you very much, but I think you're going to cause a fight with my boyfriend and I. Because why? 
You posted something yesterday about little Tonka getting a Halloween costume. Tonka yes. is her bearded dragon, which is the funniest little picture ever. Yes. So then I was like, hey, Brandon, we should probably start thinking about Kush's Halloween costume. And he's like, nah. I don't, I don't think we're going to do this. And all I want is to dress Kush up like Rambo because he holds anything and you can give him all kinds of stuff and it'll be great. And I'm going to use you as the example about why it should happen. Well, one of the listeners actually sent me a little witch's costume for my bearded dragon. Oh, it was a picture no. from it's Amazon. So and I said, oh, I'm so on this. So I ordered it yesterday and it should be coming. And of course I will be taking lots of pictures and yes. posting them. I'm sure, I'm sure my bearded dragon can't wait. You're my inspiration. Okay, well, You're welcome. I don't know what kind of, uh, <laughs> what, what sort of uh, response your bearded dragon is going to have for being whatever. You're yeah. desecrated. But every time I see like a witch's hat on a cat, the mm-hmm. cat looks so friggin' pissed off. Like, get it right. This. There's never been a happy cat going, oh, God, this is awesome. Yeah, no, they hate <laughs> costumes, but they're fun. They're so cute. <laughs> okay. I saw hey, a unicorn costume at the store yesterday that I want to pick up for the cats, so I got to get that. Oh, yes. Uh, Froggy, what's up with you? <laughs> you know, 2020 has really been just a crap show so far, but yesterday I got the best phone call and text from somebody. So my son and I play golf in the same spot a lot. And I got a text and he said, hey, I want you to know as a father to a father, you have a really great son. One of our servers lost 40 to 50 dollars in her cash tip money today in the stairwell leaving the the premises your son is the one that found it and he turned it in he said i think many kids would have kept it but i wanted to just tell you thank you and you've done a great job the server's a single mom and that money means a lot to her and so i just want to say that as a parent i know i'm not perfect but i feel like i've done something right that he found cash money nobody was around he went and turned it in and made sure it got back to the right owner rather than putting it in his pocket and moving on. Oh, I knew you did something right. I'm so proud. (laughs) I needed that that news yesterday, and I got it, and I just want to say thank you. It's so great to get some good news, right? Yes. I love that. Uh, And what's up, Scary? I didn't know what I was seeing, but on Saturday night, I was in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and I saw an elderly couple on two... Horses. They were like low-key riding horses on the sidewalk at a regular leisurely pace away from the beach, like in a residential neighborhood. And we were pulled up on the side of them in an Uber. And I was I was buzzed. And I'm like, hey, is that Uber horse? The thing is, this is one of those situations where I just wanted to know what the hell was going on. Like, where are they coming from and where are they going? They were legit riding at like clip-clop, clip-clop pace two horses one in back of the other and they were riding in the same direction just into the neighborhood as if they the horse were cars nice i i don't know what happened or you know what the deal was but i was just fascinated by this you don't see something you don't see every day right well you are elvis is your picture frozen or is your audio having trouble i love, on Zoom? I love when the scary is around the room and we all just like don't say anything and we just sort of like mm, I just let him go man, it's like great i thought you're having okay. internet trouble there because your no, face no. is frozen oh no i hear everything loud and clear you're like <laughs> but wouldn't that beg a question like where did yes. you get these horses and where yeah, are they coming exactly from? no i we agree who can disagree uh I, I i would love for that to happen in my neighborhood i feel cheated uh, <laughs> Mitzi on line 20 
Hi, guys. Uh, Good morning. Turn her down just a little bit, Scary. It's a little poppy. Sorry, we're having uh, technical difficulties, but you're here, Mitzi, and we're so happy to have you here. What's going on with you, and what story did you want to share with us today? So I did want to share a story about um, the people like to call us the drivers on September 11th, back on that dreadful day. Um, And it was me and a group of friends that I organized right away uh, when we realized that the transit was shut down and we had people walking over the bridges. So we pretty much fled over to the Manhattan and Brooklyn Bridge um, and gathered as many people as we could and to try to get them home. And I mean home as in Nassau County, Suffolk County. Some people lived all the way out east. Um, And it it was hard because some of these people were walking over the bridge covered in soot and dust. Um, Some of them wouldn't even speak. We had to physically go through their purses, um, try to find their IDs, try to find out where they lived um, just so that we can get them home because we were considering how horrified their family must have felt seeing the events and not knowing anything about their family member. So um, more people started noticing what we were doing, like saying, this car is going out to Nassau, this car is going to Suffolk, and just gathering people and for the most part, none of the drivers really got to stop. We didn't get to stop and say hello and here's your family member. We just dropped people off and kept going and going back. And I think me, myself, I must have did about 30 trips possibly that day. Really? Um, oh, my gosh. And yeah. Mincy, I know that it wasn't the easiest day to get around because, you know, some roads were closed. And it was it was a crazy day. But you did how many how many people, how many different rides did you did you do that day for people? Um, well, I, I myself personally, I might have did 30 or more. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, you know, I had friends that had bigger, you know, we, cars, but I was really looking for my friends that had vans. Um, and then at the foot of the bridge, you know, some of the drivers that have those dollar vans that go up and down Flatbush Avenue, they realized what we were doing and stopped working just so that they can help us take people, you know, within Brooklyn, Queens, wherever they needed to go. Wow, Mitzi. Um, That's incredible. It was, it was just, you know powerful but like i feel um i feel that you know new yorkers are the most resilient we are the most resilient that's why you know i think um god puts his best warriors first so pandemic you know world trade center sandys we can handle it all (laughs) we are a powerful group of people and you know mitzi you were the early day uber you know the uber with a heart (laughs) I yeah. think that's awesome yeah. what you were doing. <laughs> and you know what? I got to tell that's exactly you, what it was. not to make light of the situation, but there have been nights when my Uber driver had to go through my purse to find my address. Different reasons. We got to get this one home. But anyway, that is awesome. You know, and even 19 years later, we're still hearing new stories that are just like yours, that are just incredible. Mitzi, to know that you're listening to our Thank show uh, is, an, is an honor. It's an honor to come in here and do this every day. And I hope you have a very, very good day today. And, uh, Thank and take you. care. You guys do the same. And thank you so much for hearing my story, guys. Well, no, thanks and for telling me. And all the other drivers that, that I never got to say thank you to or thank you for stopping or thank you for joining in. I hope that they're all listening, too, and know that it was much appreciated and we wow. did it together. Mitzi, amazing. What a fantastic person you are. Thank you for listening, and go have a good day, okay? You guys, too. Thank you. All right. Wow, I love stories like that. I love them. I love them. I love them. Uh, Danielle, you ready to go? Yep. Let's do it. Danielle, what's going on? Well, Mariah Carey is giving us the rarities. We know that on October 2nd, and she just announced the 15 tracks that will be on it. Um, So I'll just give you some of them. One of my favorites, Do You Think of Me, one of my favorites 
favorite rarities from her. I love that song. Uh, One Night, Slipping Away, I Pray. Just some of the songs that will be on that. And I know fans can't wait to get their hands on it. Will Smith uh, united with the original Aunt Viv uh, from The Fresh Prince. Janet Huber. uh, She will be on the HBO um, 30-year reunion show that you know is coming. Um, He hasn't seen her in 27 years. Hasn't been on TV with her in 27 years. The only person, unfortunately, that will not be on the reunion show is James Avery. You know he passed away. Uh, Uncle Phil. He will not be there, but everybody else will be there on Thanksgiving for that special. Um, did you know there's a Scream revival on the way? Another Scream movie is coming our That's way. Just and Nev- what we need. Yes, <laughs> I love the Scream franchise. Come on, okay. Nev Campbell will be back as Sydney Prescott, David Arquette, Courtney Cox. They will all be on board as well. SNL will be back in studio for their 46th season when they kick it off October 3rd. Um, they're not confirming who will be there. They're not confirming. What castmates are coming back. They're not telling us the host, the musical guests, anything yet. But we do know they will be back in studio. So that's exciting news. Um, Kelly Clarkson said that this summer has been hard for her. You know that. She split from her husband and she said that the next record she puts out will be her most personal. She has taken from everything she learned this summer, everything that she's gone through, and she has put everything into her new music. And speaking of new music, I told you before, Keith Urban has a new album on the way, The Speed of Now, Part 1. He is going to put it out next Friday. On there, he has a bunch of collaborations. One of them is with Pink. And he said that not only is her voice incredible, but she is an incredible person. He said it was just amazing to work with her. And we've known Pink for so many years. And she really has always been just such a nice person. Carol Baskin getting ready for Dancing with the Stars. Froggy guessed it right. Eye of the Tiger is the first song that she will be dancing to. That's so awesome. It is going to be so much fun to watch her. She better better not be voted out right away. Come on. There's no way. Three to four hours a day of rehearsal is all that she gets. Um, And then she will be um, at home just kind of, you know, giving herself some extra rehearsals. Tonight, there's a lot of 9-11 shows on 9-11 Remembered, The Day We Came Together. That's on ABC. Uh, Love Island, America's Got Talent, 90 Day Fiance, and a little RuPaul Drag Race as well. And that is my Danielle report. And coming up next, a moment of silence. We'll be back after this. Hey, I'm a brand new listener. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Nate here, and if you're tired of tossing and turning at night, try ZQuil Pure Z's all night. It helps you fall asleep naturally and stay asleep longer through the night. Plus, it's non-habit forming and made with a blend of botanicals like lavender and chamomile. Find it in retailers everywhere. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Well, welcome to the day. It is Friday, September 11th, 2020. 19 years after, of course, September 11th, 2001. You've heard us this morning, if you've been listening, go uh, uh, in and out of a conversation about uh, our perspective and the perspectives of many people who've been calling in and participating with the show. And I will tell you in the background, uh, I'm sure you guys on the show are seeing the same thing. We're watching some of the text messages roll in and people are very touched and very moved and offering their stories as well. You know, uh, to be uh, a family of people who are on the radio every day, most of us together for over 19 years it's so heartwarming to see people who were with us on that day 19 years ago and they're still here with us isn't that great it is yeah. yes. it really is amazing 
So uh, as we do every year, uh, we have chosen to offer a moment of silence. It may not be exactly 60 seconds, uh, but it's rather than looking at a clock and timing it, feel free to like, think about it. Think about what went down 19 years ago, how it affects you and the people you know and love, and where we are today. What lessons did we learn? Did we learn? What lessons did we learn? Because with every tragedy comes a lesson. It was 19 years ago today that we were blessed with an amazing story, and it was all about heroes. As we watched safely from afar as our nation's best, our first responders ran into the smoke and fire to do everything they could to save our families and our friends and our coworkers. And even people not in uniform, everyday citizens off the street jump into action without hesitation. And it's interesting, as you will agree, how history has been repeating itself, thank God. We've learned of tens of thousands of medical professionals running into the invisible fire of COVID these past six months and all the incredible people who delivered medical supplies and food and everything needed to keep our country moving and alive. And of course, we can't forget today the thousands of women and men who are rushing into the fires that are dotting our country trying to save lives. Rushing to tornadoes as well and hurricane scenes to help out because these are the people that just have to help. That's who they are. They're all heroes. Maybe you're a hero, helping out a friend who needs a calm voice and support. Don't discount that. You're a hero. Whatever you can do to help someone else and elevate them, shine some light on them, let them feel important, that's being a hero. So we now pause for a moment of silence for all that we've lost, all the people, all the, the people that we've lost, and all the people who are the heroes. Bless you.
walking in the street, looked up and noticed he was nameless, he was homeless. She asked him his name and told him what hers was. He gave her a story about life with a glint in his eye and a corner of a smile. One conversation, simple moment, the things that change us. If we notice when we look up, sometimes they say, So I sing a song for the hustlers trading at the bus stop. Single mothers waiting on a check to come. Young teachers, student doctors, people on the front line knowing they don't get to run. This goes out to the underdog. Keep on keeping at what you love and you'll find that someday soon enough you will rise up, rise up, yeah. Riding in a taxi back to the kitchen Talking to the driver about his children and wife A first responder who is risking a life To give us a love and get it right on time She looked in his eyes in a mirror and he smiled One conversation, simple moment The things that change us If we notice when we look up Sometimes they say I would never make it But I was built to break the mold The only dream I sing a song for the hustlers, trading at the bus stop. Single mothers waiting on a check to come. Young teachers, student doctors, people on the front line knowing they don't get to run. This goes out to the underdog. Keep on keeping at what you love and you'll find that someday soon enough you will rise up, rise up, yeah.
Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I want to tell you that you guys make my day every single day. Just love you guys so much, man. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. You know, it's someone that we have totally forgotten about in these past days uh, that need our support. People who are being squelched, people who are being silenced. The Whistlers. Oh, because you know, of you know, the droplets. The, exactly. Well, because of the <laughs> mask. You know, you, yeah. you, it used to be every once in a while you'd hear someone walking down the street or, you know, through the building or whatever. Yeah. They can't whistle. You can't whistle with a mask on. No. Nope. It's, like, it's like whistling after eating crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's a whistler, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Nate has a lot of, like, dad features. Like, he, he uses, does. He's so, like... Ed Flanders next door. <laughs> it's Ned Flanders. Whatever. <laughs> You're his twin Ed. Hey, come on. I, I I don't know. I think it's charming, homey, maybe a little hokey here and there. But, you know, I think people appreciate that. See, the word hokey. And then, you know, okie dokie. He uses that term a lot. Okie dokie. Oh, I've actually shortened it to okie doke. <laughs> wow. yes, I like okie doke. It's, it's, people are comforted by my colloquialisms. Oh, my God, me. <laughs> Who told you that? I think a lot of people are. Listen, if I was a doctor or a nurse, I'd have great bedside manner. I'd get requested all the time. i make people feel at ease. Because okay. you flirt with them. That's why you get yeah, requested. I, Send in the flirter. Yeah. That's what they would say. I just want to know, you get your demeanor from your upbringing in Erie? Because I never act like that. And I never knew anyone who acted like that. We're much... You're- yeah, You're we're much totally nicer. different people. You're from Brooklyn. He's from Erie. I yeah. mean, think about it. We're much friendlier in Erie. It's a nice yeah. place, yeah. yeah. Listen, we just tell it like it is. <laughs> well, that's okay. Look, there's a nice balance there. But I, I do see how you disarm people, since you are a murderer. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was reading something uh, the other day. I don't forget. Reddit or somewhere. That, uh a uh, a guy was dating a, a woman he'd, he'd met, and they uh, they finally decided they'd been around long each other long enough that it was time you know to like, let let's see where the night takes us, and they were in bed right, and then she starts talking kind of dirty, and he's just he freezes up he's like he he just that's not his thing right you know I can get it I get it yeah but how do you tell someone you know I'd rather you not talk dirty. I mean, you, you can't just, what do you do? You just got to get through you it. Start, push. No, you start bust out laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just say nothing at all. Remain silent and make it super awkward. Right. I mean, have, yeah. you ever, have you ever been with someone and things are going great and then something is said, you're like, oh, God, why did you say that? Never mind. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like, okay, I tried with you. <laughs> yeah, forget it. I don't know. Just, I don't know, I'm just looking through my notes. It's one of those days, you know. I, I, did, I didn't want the whole show to be all about 9-11 and all about the things that actually, at the end of the day, are the most important things, to be honest. Um, I, that's where my mind is. Have you guys noticed that? You know, when you're doing what we do for a living, you may be going through whatever, but you gotta gotta talk about talking dirty and sex. But yep. when, you know, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, God, there's so much more heavier things we could be talking about or, or should be talking about. For instance, being with someone romantically and they're totally silent. Oh, the worst. <laughs> okay, that's also <laughs> awful. <laughs> or if you're Nate, when they stop breathing. <laughs> yeah. Listen, come on. He likes that part, that's doesn't unfair. he? <laughs> 
hate. I don't. I don't know. What we do for a living is just so weird. I just, if you if we actually stop down and think about what we do, it's like, oh God, this is weird. This is really, it is because we're we're kind of halfway between you know giving the the stories of the day and and game show host you know right yeah, yeah gandhi what are you gonna say i think it's like therapeutic at least for me on really hard days to have this atmosphere because yeah we obviously talk about it and we address it and it's nice that we're able to address it as a group and i know we have these conversations that continue off the air but then it's also great to be able to laugh a little bit and get away from it sometimes like when i'm having a bad day and i'm on with you guys you do lift my spirits so it's a good thing i think that we get to do this I wonder how many people uh, are going to just, and, and then I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. How many people are going to go through the day and just push through the day without even talking about it, without recognizing it? You know, there, there are a lot of people who just, they like to internalize and they'd rather just figure things out on their own. And yeah. I'm not one to say there's a problem with that. But as you know, uh, when it comes to, you know, checking your mental health, uh, when a sad moment rolls in to your head, I'm a firm believer in leaning into it, you know, discovering why am I sad? Why am I thinking yeah. this way? You know, and it even it may make you feel even more sad. But being sad is a mechanism, just like being scared. These are mechanisms that are built into our psyche, into our into our lives, into our brain to teach us things, to help us avoid things. But avoiding sadness, you know, I don't know to, to each his own. We're all different. I, I think if you avoid it, though, at some point, it's going to come out one way or another, whether it's a random outburst at some time somewhere or maybe leaning into things that you don't want to. If you ignore things and avoid them, they still come back. Yeah, they find a way of surfacing. Always. In a way. I, uh, I had a weird dream. Are you guys having the weird dreams again? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anything you want to talk about? Gandhi? I had a really dark one last night. Um, I live on... 41st floor of a high-rise building and I had a dream that there was a fire below me and I was running down the steps and I couldn't get any further than a certain floor and I was on the phone with my boyfriend and he was really upset telling me I had to get out of the building and I couldn't and obviously there's a reason that that dream happened um but yeah the crazy dreams have been waking me up a lot lately wow yeah who else had one someone else did another weird dream anyone nope I'm just falling out of bed for no reason yeah that's kind of weird I had this weird dream that (laughs) Alex and I were in some weird city and we had these new friends and they were kind of trashy and we hung out at their at, trashy just like they were just you could tell sure. they, were, they were bad they, they yeah. were on the bad <laughs> trip right so we we, they, we spent the night at their apartment and then they said uh, we're gonna drop acid and I'm like I can't no <laughs> <laughs> and so next thing I know they're all leaving the apartment including Alex to go out and party at some bar and I'm like I gotta get up early and work tomorrow right and they all came back and woke me up and they're all tripping and messed up and I couldn't find Alex I went to another bedroom and he was in bed with some other guy and I'm like oh my god oh my gosh (laughs) and it was like this and I kept this is what made the dream awful is I would wake up and go okay this is just a dream snap out of it then I go back to sleep and it would continue I'm like that's the worst no I don't, the need, worst. I don't need a sequel. I've but that enough. never happens with good dreams. If you yep. have a wonderful dream and everything's great, when you go back to sleep, it doesn't continue. But if the gr- dream sucks, you go back to sleep and it continues. Yeah, exactly. Like, please go away. <laughs> so I woke up this morning saying out loud, I'm not mad at Alex. He did not do that. This was a dream. But still, you know, you're still thinking, oh, that was just, it was just awful. Did you send him a hate text like I would? No, no, we talked this Dang morning. It. I just oh. had a bad dream. So I said, Alex, 
I had this dream that we were hanging out with these new friends and they took you out and you started dropping acid and came back and you flipped out at, at the apartment and had sex with some other guy. He's like, God, I wish that would really happen. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. No, that's not what we wish for, is it? God, I love him. <laughs> is it? God help us. Oh. So uh, a lot of people are, you know, of course, we're hearing that a lot of schools are now officially rolling into session. They, they have been off and on for a month, maybe. But uh, especially after Labor Day, we heard from a lot of our, our teacher friends who said they're getting back into class. There's a here they roll. And a lot of people are also moving back into the offices. I know that in Manhattan, you guys are seeing more traffic. You're seeing more oh, yeah. activity. right? More. In yeah. fact, in the afternoons, they talk about gridlock on traffic. Wow. Gridlock, meaning the entire grid of Manhattan is, but they're saying it's because people are staying out of the subways and buses because of yeah. COVID and they want to drive. So oh, more people are driving why. everywhere. Yeah, I so get that. The, the question is this, uh, is it a good thing? Because we, we keep saying, God, we want things to open up safely. We want to get back. We want to get back to some sort of normalcy. On the other hand, you're like, I don't know. I'm okay being safe. So, I mean, I wonder, like, for instance, if we said today, hey, starting Monday, we're back in the office. We'll be safe. Everyone's going to be uh, rapid tested, and we're going to have plexiglass between microphones, whatever. But you're still not ready to go back. Should you be? Should you be allowed not to come in? Right? I like, think what, so. That's tough. Okay. Yeah. Like, how do, how do you tell your boss? You know, I'm not ready. I and, don't know. And, and I can't think of a boss who would say, "You better." Or else, that would be like the a-hole move of the century. Yeah, that would no, be I the... think those bosses exist. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Froggy, I hear you. I see you talking. I can't hear you. What's wrong with Froggy's mic? Can we fix it? He's on right now. Froggy? Oh, that's <laughs> weird. He's What's wrong with on. it? We can't hear you. Can He's you hear us, Frog? Wave your head if you can hear us. He can hear us. Okay, that's a beginning. <laughs> it's a beginning. <laughs> wait, wait, what, Nate? Maybe he just lost his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and he doesn't know. Call Maybe Frog Ursula the Sea Witch took it. Yes. Call Froggy on speaker. Ursula the Sea Witch. Where did the hell that come from? He'll oh, find his mermaid. prince That's what soon. happened to hold Ariel. Okay, hold on. We'll, we'll yeah. use his. Okay, we'll put him on the phone, and then he'll have headphones on. This will be kind of weird. Hello, 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 hello. How come now you can hear us, but we can't hear you? I don't know. <laughs> I can't figure it out. But I'm gonna have to reconnect and disconnect everything again. Well, so so it, last time it was you. It was one way. I mean, two way. You couldn't hear us, or we couldn't hear you. Now it's at least halfway back, right? Yeah, like I'm hearing you, but I can tell the problem is here because there's no level leaving me going to. So it's your microphone. Yeah. So the problem is here. Yeah. Yeah, we could have told you that because our professionals here uh, at Master Control never have problems. It's always there. Radio professionals. All right, all right. We'll go fix that stuff. We're gonna we're gonna go do something okay. else. Oh yeah, I love you. Bye. Yeah. yeah, this is the time I go. Yes, please let me come back into the, into the studio. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's get into the three things we need to know. Gandhi, what's going on? Well, we've been talking about it all morning. Today is the 19th anniversary of the terror attacks that claimed nearly 3,000 lives in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Ceremonies will be happening, but they're going to look different than what we're used to seeing because of the pandemic. You can still stream a lot online, including the ceremony honoring the victims of United Flight 93. If you're in the D.C. area, you'll see a tower of light near the Pentagon that's expected to remain lit throughout the early hours of tomorrow morning. And the Biden campaign says it will be following the tradition of presidential candidates suspending ads on the anniversary of the attacks as well. 
Today also marks another important anniversary. It has now been six months since the World Health Organization declared the coronavirus a pandemic and everything changed. The infection has so far killed more than 900,000 people across the globe with more than 192,000 Americans losing their lives. Now Israel may be locked down when Rosh Hashanah starts next week. Over 4,000 new cases of coronavirus were reported yesterday, making them the highest per capita new infection rate in the world. And in India, they now have the highest rate of growing infections as well. And finally, with all of this going on, all of us have been staying home and we really got our streaming on this summer. 52% of Americans say that they watched an additional four to six hours more per day than they did back in March and April. The average person watched 20 movies over the past two months and binged four shows. So if you've been wondering, what has everyone been doing? That's it watching TV. Yeah. And those are your three things. Excellent. All right. Uh, is it okay to take a break? Are we okay here, Street Nate? Yes. <laughs> Don't you love listening to a show that just doesn't really have a plan? Off the rails. <laughs> is it working now? Hey. Yes. Hey. You know what? Hey. hey. You know what? Guess what? You're back just in time. We've got to take a break. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Lucky you. Piece of crap. All right. Yes, I am. We'll <laughs> take a you, break. The machine. We'll be back right after this. More from the Mercedes AMG Interview Lounge. I got to get BB Rexa online. BB, good morning. My dad's in the car right now listening to us. Hi, Dad. I love you very much. <sighs> You're going to make him cry. Your dad, he's such a sweetheart. I know. A- I feel like my dad loves you more than me. <laughs> suffer from lead foot? Do goosebumps appear for no reason? Stop living with uninspired performance. Visit mbusa.com slash AMG and find out if a Mercedes AMG coupe, sedan, or SUV is right for you. Mercedes AMG driving performance. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hey, it's Froggy, and my front porch project is finally complete. We painted our front door, added a fire pit, put in some landscaping, some lighting, pillows, and rugs, and we were able to get everything we needed at Lowe's. Let Lowe's be your place for fall projects. Get inspiration at Lowe's.com and share your picks using hashtag Lowe's Gold. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Garrett, what do you have today? Well, Caitlin wants to phone tap her boyfriend, Craig. Now, Caitlin's away at school getting ready for a big test, so we thought, why not call Craig while Caitlin is quote-unquote trying to study so i'm gonna jump in on the call as an innocent guy trying to study in the school library and uh goes from there here we go we'll see what gary pulls out of his whatever hello hey hey how are you busy what's going on i'm studying and i've totally hit a wall i'm so over it and i'm so bored oh okay i want to go home yeah me too uh, seriously ex- excuse me uh hey um do you mind just uh, taking the conversation outside, it's some baby? Guy. I'm uh, I'm trying to study. I got I got a big exam. In I'm the trying to study Hello? too, but no, I no, needed no. to take a break, no. and I'm not talking Whoa. super loud. Shh, shh. Are you are hey, you shushing me? Uh, no, yes. Shh. Please. Are you shushing me? I'm studying. Okay. Who well, the hell is back this guy? studying. Don't worry about it. But this what do you mean? Don't worry about it. Who's down. this guy you're talking to? I said shh. He's some shh. nerd at the library. I said shh. Come I gotta stop shushing you. Talk to this guy. Who is this? I'm Caitlin's boyfriend. Who the f- are you? Uh, I'm Sheldon Cooper. I go to school here. I'm studying for my test. And Dude, I don't blonde- give a f- what you're doing. Stop talking to my girlfriend. You understand? I'm going to come down there. Stop talking to her. Maybe she should stop talking to you and should take the conversation outside. Yeah, maybe you should mind your f- business and not tell me what to do. Some of right, us are trying to study. Phone? You want to give the phone back to my girlfriend? No, no. You listen here. There's a library. I want you to shut the f- up and walk away from my girlfriend. This is a... Oh, 
your girlfriend probably got confused and thought this was no, some no, type of like. No, no, you're confused because you're still talking. She looks like the girl that gets confused when she walks into a library. Hand the phone back to my girlfriend and walk away or I'm coming down there. Listen, if you're going to come down here, just realize after I get done studying, I have no problem kicking your ass. All right, man. I'm going to come down there and I'm going to smack you. I do not give a Have you ever been beaten the head with an Encyclopedia Britannica because you're about five minutes away from Shut it? Shut the up, man. You want to keep telling jokes? I watch WWE, so I know how to take guys... Do Get off the phone and give it back to my girlfriend right now. Oh, okay, just remember, your ass-kicking awaits. Shut the Here's your phone. Babe. What the are you putting me through right now? I didn't, I had no clue this guy was such a freak. Could you stop talking to people? Could you, could you not he make people through this right now? He came up to me. You're in a library. Why are you talking so loud? Stop doing that. I know it's hard for you to stop talking sometimes, but figure it out. Are you sure of me? No, seriously, don't shit me right now. I hate that. Just please stop shit me. I don't give a what you say. Just stop that shit. It's just back at you. Don't shit me. Hey, Craig. My name's Garrett from Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You just got phone tapped. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. All right. This is what you do to me. This is what you. This is fun. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, you know what? Payback's a bitch. Okay. Don't be mad. Right. It was pretty awesome. Isn't that funny how we act like kids? That's awesome. That was great. Thank you. I said, shh. You shh. Don't you shh me. <laughs> this phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, all right. Uh, Straight Nate, our senior executive producer, says, Daniel, you only have 60 seconds. Less than that now. Less than that. And now it's less. You're no. a jackass. What? I'm just doing <laughs> my job. It's getting less. Time is ticking. Tick tock, tick tock. Go, Daniel, go. Talk. Whatever. Okay, fine. So Wheel of Fortune <laughs> is returning for its 38th season on Monday. It has some COVID-related changes. First of all, vigorous testing protocols to make sure contestants and everybody else on the set healthy. And they have to stay six feet away from each other. And in order to keep everything off the wheel, they have this spinning cap. Fits over the spokes when they spin it. Kind of like Elvis said earlier, big condoms over the wheel. Yeah. Condom. Also, people are calling for Netflix to be canceled because of this movie called Cuties, where 11-year-old girls are performing these sexually charged dance routines. It's supposed to be shocking, and actually Netflix is not taking it down. They're saying, look, you should see this movie. But a lot of people are saying, no, I'm canceling my my Netflix subscription, and I don't want to watch it, and I don't think anybody should watch it. So I don't know. I don't know anybody who's seen it. Actually, Sam has seen it. So we want to talk to Sam about it. We're you're over. Put. You're over like a minute now. Your Too bad. I'm keep, I am going to keep going. <laughs> Yay, In the course of an hour, we just... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hey, Froggy, and my front porch project is finally complete. We painted our front door, added a fire pit, put in some landscaping, some lighting, pillows and rugs, and we were able to get everything we needed at Lowe's. Let Lowe's be your place for fall projects. Get inspiration at Lowe's.com and share your picks using hashtag Lowe's goals.